Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. generously because he loves us but Jesus said the attitude of our hearts we need to be careful that we guard this that the attitude of our hearts listen to this because this is the point you and I have a duty to serve him with all that we are with all that we have and he says after you've labored all day you've been out there slaving away in the heat you've been working hard you've been doing whatever you still have a duty to be obedient to the commands that he gives you Think about what Jesus went through for us. As Pastor Robert will point out in today's message, all too often we grumble and complain or even refuse to live out our faith when it leads us to tasks and responsibilities we'd rather not bear. In light of what Christ did, these inconveniences should be seen as privileges. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 15 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. So these people had taken several days off, maybe as much as a full week, off from work. They're losing the income, losing that opportunity, you know, whether they were farmers or carpenters or whatever the deal was, they took a significant amount of time to go chasing after Jesus, carrying with them people who couldn't walk, people who couldn't see, people who couldn't hear, couldn't speak. You get the picture? You understand what I'm saying? This was a big deal. I mean, even today, right? We have wheelchairs. We have all these, you know, modern things that would help us with stuff like that. But they didn't have all that. It would be hard even if you had a wheelchair. Remember, they're going through the desert. You ever tried to push a wheelchair out on the beach? Or I mean, it's... They're carrying these people. Why would they do that? The answer is simple. They actually believe Jesus could do something about it, right? These people actually believe. Here you got 4,000 men who actually believed, apparently, that Jesus could heal their friends and their family members. When's the last time you said to a friend, please come to church with me. Let us pray for you. Jesus can heal you. Pastor, I don't, I don't have that kind of faith. Yeah, actually, the Bible says you do. The Bible says you do have that kind of faith. It's just that we allow unbelief to stop us from exercising the faith we have on behalf of the people around us who need us to show them the way to Jesus. Romans chapter 12, verse 3, the Bible tells us clearly, 
I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Now see, what the Apostle Paul was addressing right there was those who consider themselves to be more spiritual than, than the rest of us. Because they, they pray really loudly in tongues. Or they're very, you know, demonstrative with their faith. And they're, they're you know, they're, they're super Christian, super spiritual. And Paul says, did you just stop that? God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. How many is that? How many is that? What is, he, what is he saying right there? What he's saying is that every single one of you have a measure of faith. You just need to put it to work. You just need to apply it. There's, it's not that one person is more spiritual than another person. Who is it who does the healing? Jesus. Jesus does the healing. He's the one with the power. And each one of us have been dealt a measure of faith which we simply need to put into practice. We need to exercise the faith that we have. In Luke chapter 17, verse 5, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. There's a dangerous prayer to pray. Increase our faith. It's a great prayer. Don't get me wrong. It's a great prayer to pray, but it's a dangerous prayer. The reason it's a dangerous prayer is that he is going to put you in a position where faith will be required when you ask him to increase your faith. Why? Well, because the only way to increase something is by using it. You got to use it. You have to use it. You go, to the, you go to the gym. Some of you guys work out. You go to the gym. You got to use those muscles or, or, or what happens to them? They atrophy. Same thing with faith. If you don't put it to work, it shrinks. Conversely, if you put it to work, it grows. Lord, increase our faith. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. And which of you, having a servant plowing or tending sheep, will say to him when he's come in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat? But will he not rather say to him, prepare something for my supper and gird yourself and serve me till I have eaten and drunk, and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. So likewise, you, when you've done all those things which you were commanded, say we are unprofitable servants. We've done what was our duty to do. Listen to me, Christian. What, what Jesus is telling us here is God doesn't owe you anything. He doesn't owe us anything. It's not like we can demand certain things from him because I've been such a faithful pastor, because I've been, you know, such a selfless servant of Jesus, and, and now I think he owes me something. He doesn't owe me anything. He gives generously because he loves us. But Jesus said the attitude of our hearts, we need to be careful that we guard this, that the attitude of our hearts, listen to this because this is the point, you and I have a duty to serve him with all that we are, with all that we have. And he says after you've labored all day, you've been out there slaving away in the heat, you've been working hard, you've been doing whatever, you still have a duty to be obedient to the commands that he gives you. 
whatever it is he asks of you. You know, I, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine that, that sometimes I'll hear things like, you know, it's a lot to ask. You know, come in on a Sunday and, and, and serve, you know, f- from 7.30 in the morning until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, what? Do you even look at that thing up there? You know, just like, do you understand what that means? God Almighty came and put skin on and lived in human form and allowed us to torture him to death? And you complain about working your, your, your job during the week and serving Jesus on the weekends? Put this thing in perspective. The problem is a lot of times we think of serving the church. No, we are the church and we serve Jesus and it's our duty to do what he gives us to do. And he says, if you just have like that tiny little grain of sand, the the mustard seed, that tiniest little bit of faith, you can say to a mulberry tree, move, and it will. It'll obey you. It's, It's not about having a whole bunch of faith. It's about actually putting that faith into practice and, listen, doing your duty to Jesus Doing your duty. Put your faith to work on behalf of other people. You already have all the faith you need. You just need to exercise it. You and I will see multitudes healed by Jesus just as soon as we begin applying our faith in him and bringing to him people who need to be healed. Because he hasn't changed his mind about healing people. He hasn't lost any compassion, and he hasn't lost any power. Matthew says that the people marveled at what he did. They marveled when they saw that lame people began to walk and blind people began to see. These pe- Now think about that. These people who dropped everything followed him through the desert for three days, bringing to him all these people because they believed he could heal them. Now they marveled when he did. What does that tell you? They weren't sure he could do it either. But they took the risk. Did you catch that? They took the risk. Will you take the risk? This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.